It's the Home Time Show podcast with Bush and Richie. Good to have you on board. You've got a hell of a show ahead of you. Uh, just a quick thing. I've come into work today and I've got uh, my other half, Katie's hairband in my pocket. And okay. do you know what? I love, I love hairbands. I love wearing them on my wrist and all that kind of stuff. A little bit weird like that. Wouldn't you love hair that was long enough to put back into a ponytail or something like that? I've never had hair that long. You ever had hair that long? I had hair long enough to have considerable curtains once. Did you? Yeah. And... I looked awful. <laughs> Could you put that hair, that the curtains, up into any kind of like um, at, sh- Shoreditch samurai type thing? At the time, the Shoreditch samurai or your Gareth Bale man bun wasn't a thing. Damn. Uh, but if it was, absolutely could have done. So, curtains, you were thinking, like, remember the lead singer of the Soup Dragons? Was mm-hmm. it that, that kind of curtain look? Absolutely. Kind of uh, Ryan Giggs kind of curtains? Uh, yeah, they... Uh, they I mean, they were really—they were really long. They would have—they would have come down to about here. Where am I pointing to on my face? Just your cheeks. Yeah, just that's top of your cheeks. Yeah. But, I'm um, so glad I don't have that now. <laughs> well, do you know what the weird thing is for me? I'd love to be able to grow my hair like that. But I, I don't know if anyone else listening's got the same problem. If I grow my hair, it goes upwards. Does it really? Like a like a bun, like a massive, like the back of a King Charles Cavalier Spaniel. Doesn't fall at all. Does not fall at all. Goes straight upwards. Hair chat. <laughs> that's good. That's good. We are very excited ahead of a bank holiday weekend. So excited, we thought we'd bring you a Friday game. We're going to play, I will explain how to, Bank Holiday Bingo. So look, it's the first bank holiday for a very, very long while where there's stuff open and the weather's half decent and we can go and do things. Because the previous bank holidays, let's be honest, slap in the face. <laughs> they really have been. All, all the time in the world, nothing to do. Like, no point having them, to be quite frank. So this is all a little bit different. We've got three days of fun ahead. So what we have devised is a game of bank holiday bingo. We have a grid here of 16 activities that you guys could be doing over this bank holiday weekend. These are iconic bank holiday weekend uh, activities. A little bit like on Family Fortunes where we've asked, like our survey said, the things that people normally do. And what we've done is we've stuck them uh, slightly against health and safety regulations onto one of the main lights here in the main studio at Absolute Radio. It's because it shows up better. It does look, it looks really good. It's like an overhead projector at school. And I can I can smell if anything goes wrong. I'll I'll be very, very quick. It's literally behind my head. Nothing to worry about. (laughs) So... Get in touch with us right now. You can call us 0330 123 1215 or you can text 81215. And if the activity that you are doing this weekend matches with one of the items on our bank holiday bingo card, you could be winning a Home Time Show face mask. And look, if you're doing something weird this weekend or something unusual, we've got a couple of curveballs in that 16 as well. You never know, great minds think alike. What are you doing this bank holiday? We're going on a steam train to Onga. Now, that's got me interested. See, two things, right? Steam train's brilliant. That's good yeah. fun. You love a steam train. Mm-hmm. I also want to go to Onga because I'm, I kind of watch EastEnders quite a bit. And if ever they're writing a character out, they always send them to Onga. Yeah. <laughs> it's like in, in <laughs> Neighbours, if they write anyone out, they send them to the Bungle Bungles. Onga is the right. Bungle Bungles of EastEnders. Okay, so the Epping to Onga Steam Railway. Steam <coughs> Railway we're going to look for is a heritage railway on our bingo card. Let me have a look. 
afraid it's not. Ah, oh, so I don't win a face mask. You don't win a face mask. That's how it's going to work. Tommy is uh, first to play. Tommy, what's going on this weekend? Well, I, on Monday we'll be doing a dump run. You're going to the tip? Yeah, that's it. Local tip. I live in South Endbush. So the one, I don't know if you know it, over by B&Q. Oh, I don't normally go to that one. I go to the one near the train station, down down by uh, Leon C train right. station. Leon C train station, I got you, yeah. I tell well, you anyway, what. Anyway, it's a classic dad bank holiday job, isn't it? Go to the tip, go to the dump, get rid of a load of rubbish. Tip chats. This could be a feature if Jason didn't do it on a Sunday <laughs> and it was called bins instead. Uh, let's have a look. Uh, he's going to the tip on the bingo card. Tommy, exciting news. It is. Well done. Yes. Happy days. You can turn up at your local refuse <laughs> centre wearing a home time show uh, protective face mask. <laughs> Brilliant. Thanks, Ed. Pam has texted to say, Bank holiday, I'm going for a back massage as my back is killing me working from home. What do we say, Richie? Medical procedure is on the cards. Let's go to the phones and speak to Jason. Jason, what are you doing with this bank holiday weekend? I'll be going kayaking. Right. I and... kayak last year and I'm, uh, it's, my new, it's my new addiction. Do you know what? I've been kayaking with friends a couple of times in the Y Valley. It's an amazing thing. Have you got? Is that a metal boat or like a plasticky one? <laughs> Uh, plastic one, solid sit on one, like a uh, two and a half seat, so we can get the, the terriers on it as well. Which is uh, hang on amusing. one sec, hang on one sec. Terriers, the way dogs on a kayak sounds no, like a Samuel it. L. Jackson movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, they love it, they love it. So, what you kayak along, and then your your two yep. dogs are in the boat as well. Yep, and do they not like want to jump in and stuff, or are they are they well behaved? They, um, they, they, Weren't used to the, uh, the streamer with. They thought it was grass, and one of them jumped out last time. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> he thought he could run across it, but he couldn't. Jason, so, uh, back in. It sounds fantastic, particularly if you've got the weather for it. The bad news is it's not on the bingo card. Oh, gutted, gutted. Unlucky, but it sounds like you're gonna have a brilliant time. Have fun. I will do. Just don't watch the movie Deliverance before you head off at the weekend, all right? I've got a ukulele. I haven't got a banjo. I've got a ukulele. I might take <laughs> the, other, uh, the other kayak and keep up behind them with the ukulele. <laughs> all right, buddy. <laughs> Cheers, man. Well, Kim, what are you doing this weekend? Um, we are going to Thorpe Park. Going to Thorpe Park, and uh, you're going to go on all the rides? You want those people that likes going on the scary stuff, or are you going to hold the bags? No, I'm going to be on everything. Oh, nice. <laughs> Fair play. It's a rude question to ask, but I'm going to ask it. Uh, how old are you, Kim? Just trying to profile the, the age of people that are excited at going to theme parks. Uh, 32. 32. And is there one ride in particular you're looking to go go on? Um, the Darren Brown Ghost Train. Darren Brown Ghost Train? I didn't know such a thing. I wasn't expecting that in a minute. It is. Wow. God, have ghost trains come on a bit? Because you remember, remember like when you were a kid going on a ghost train, it was like yeah. the guy who ran the, the fair and his mate with a, like a, a a blanket on their head trying to scare you and stuff with fake cobwebs. Is it, they must have come a long way since those days. Uh, yeah, this one's definitely come a long way. It's got all sorts of VR and all sorts in it. It's really, really good. Wow. Well, you can go into it wearing a Hometime Show face mask because we check our bingo card and theme park is on there. There you go. Oh, amazing. What what this weekend's getting better and better for you, isn't it? Absolutely. You know when you play bingo, mm-hmm. what do you get? You can either get a full house or a, what's the other one? Well, you get a line and then you get a house once you've done the whole thing, whole uh, cards. Well, well, we'll see what happens. The, the night is young. Could your activity be on the list? Natalie says, guys, uh, we are going to the zoo on Sunday as my son is doing a penguin experience where we go into the enclosure and feed them. Zoo slash wildlife park, do you say? That's oh, on hold the on a minute. <laughs> There we hey, are, just slightly like subdued. <laughs> yeah, needn't have been, but there we go. Uh, Jack, let's find out what you're up to. I am going to the playoff final at Wembley. Big up the Brentford. Big up the Brentford. Who are the Brentford playing? Brentford are playing Swansea. 
Okay, and you guys got a good feeling about this or not? The history ain't great, but we're hopeful. Uh, you've got a new stadium to uh, to take up to the Premier League as well, so it's all exciting times, Jack. But does it get even more exciting with a place um, in the home time bank holiday bingo card? Uh, let's have a little look. Uh, championship playoff final. Sporting finals on there, Sporting Bush. final. You've got yourself a home time show face mask, Jack. This is a good omen. Woohoo! And have you got any good, just to celebrate and to finish the call and wrap things up and start the bank holiday weekend, could you do us a Brentford chant as we end this call? Oh, dear. That's a tough one. Go on. There's so many, but Go on. keeping it clean for the radio, that's the problem. <laughs> Come on, you bees would do the job. Yeah. Come on, you bees. Like it. <laughs> like it. Good lads. Andy, what are you doing this weekend? We build IKEA furniture for my daughter. It was the 16th birthday the other day. Wow. Uh, yeah. So she wanted a desk for a bedroom, so... Now, this is interesting. So you've gone to IKEA to buy the furniture and now you're going to be building it. Is that correct? Yeah, build, build it this weekend, yeah. Well, that's Ooh. interesting because on our bingo card... IKEA yes. and DIY. Whoa. So, strictly speaking, oh. Andy, you've just ticked off two squares. Oh, and cutting the grass as well. <laughs> cutting the grass. That, that could have been what a, what a hat trick that would have been, but it's not on there. <laughs> it's not on there, no. <laughs> so, it's two squares. It's just the one face mask because you've only got one face. But, Andy, congratulations. Thank you very much. Best of luck with your mum. Cheers, mate. Ian in Telford says going to the cinema. I Ooh. think it's another one that we can tick off here. Going to a show. That works for me. Yeah, exactly. What's what's the theatre if it's not a show? Uh, <laughs> Ian, you've got a face mask. Well done, sir. Right, let's go to the phones and speak to Hayley. Hayley, tell us what you're up to this bank holiday weekend. Uh, we are on the way to Devon. We're currently sitting in traffic, which I think is quite a good um, bank holiday pursuit. We, we're hearing via the wires this evening on Absolute Radio there's a lot of traffic heading down that way. <laughs> Obviously, Devon is my neck of the woods. Uh, I'm from Torbados. Which bit of Devon oh, are you going it. to? Um, oh, uh, where's uh, Haverley. Haverley, we're going. Haverley? Where's that bush? Is there yeah. a castle? There's, uh, there's Belvedere Tower, which is the little place that we're staying in. Wow, that sounds um, lovely. I, yeah, I don't know. It's near Oakhampton. All right, right well, cool. Let's have a look at a few things on the card here um, because you could also tick off quite a few things. Really oh. long drive <laughs> is one of the squares, so I think yeah. it definitely qualifies as that. Boom, that's the first one. Excellent. It doesn't sound like it's coastal bush, so we can't tick off coast. Will you see the no. sea when you're down there? Will you be anywhere near it? Well, we live in Portsmouth, so we came from the sea. They started by seeing the sea. All right, that'll well, let's, work. Let's, let's take off coast. Boom. <laughs> now, now here's a curveball. What are you? What accommodation are you staying in when you get down to Haverley? We're staying in a tiny little castle. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> would you, Adam and Eve? That is amazing. Castle is on the bottom row next door to no Tip. Way. Yeah. So to confirm, you are no. ticking off really long drive, <laughs> coast, yeah. and castle. Wow. Just the one face mask. It's a hat trick. <laughs> it's a hat trick. That's fine. I'm happy with that. Some text coming into the show here. Dave in Kent says first family barbecue of the year. Uh, that's on and no one's got it yet. So well done, Dave. Hit it with his dabber. And this is Christine here in Hamilton. Not Christine Hamilton. Christine in Hamilton going to my caravan this weekend. Another ticked off. Well done, Christine. Three left. One, two, three. That I don't think we're going to get to. Oh, no. Museum, camping and fishing. We were that close. 
Uh, quite a weekend this weekend. You know how I spoke to you uh, the other day telling you about how uh, both the kids have uh, finished school. Yes. Uh, last day's done and dusted. Uh, my daughter, the older of the two, 18 now. She turned 18 in January. Obviously, we're all still locked down and all that kind of thing. Um, then the pubs were starting to be open, but you could only drink outside, uh-huh. but the weather's not been great and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm hoping this weekend, I'm hoping this weekend, now that the weather's nice and we can drink outside or you can drink inside if need be, I will be able to take my daughter to the pub for the first time and buy her a drink. Do you know what? I will never forget my dad taking me to the pub for the first ever time. I think it was the uh, the Waterman's Pub in Brixham, if you know that one, uh, down in the south on the south coast. And I had like a, I remember having a half a lager <laughs> and literally having you know the dream sequence in Neighbours where um, Jim Robinson and uh, and Lou Lou was it what was his name Lou, Lou Carpenter Lou Carpenter they took magic mushrooms. <laughs> I was slightly off my head, even on a half a pint, but it was brilliant. It was so much fun. Uh, I'm hoping that um, I'm hoping she saves enough of her wages to be able to buy the old man one back. That would be right, surely? That would be nice. She had to get around. Yeah. It's, a, it's a rite of passage, isn't it? Is it is a rite of passage, thing? yeah. Uh, and do you know what? To be honest with you, speaking of rites of passage, my uh, youngest daughter, Thea, went fishing with uh, my dad, her granddad, last weekend. Remind us Thea's age? Thea is two and a half. That's incredible. Which is good going. So hold a rod. She caught two fish, which is good in the little, wow. little lake thing when we went on on our caravan holiday because her her older sister Erin who's 11 went fishing with obviously granddad when she was kind of that age but she caught like 20 fish she got a completely skewed view of the success rate of actually going fishing because we're in this little kind of lake thing and she ended up like it's like someone out of the bible she pulled like 20 fish out of there I've never seen anything like it right a passage and some loaves and then it would have been biblical there you go just need a bit of wine Friday evening, home time, Bush and Richie on Absolute Radio and a comedian with us right now who has got a brand new TV show and exciting news about getting his tour back up and going that we need to chat to. It's Russell Howard. How are you, Russell? I'm very well. How are you, chaps? We are good. Uh, we are talking to you uh, using new technology, which means you sound in crystal clear quality, but you are at home? I am, yeah. I'm sat. You can probably... The, the microphone is so good, you might be able to pick my dog up snoring. <laughs> just snoring away in the background. Can, yeah, it's a tough audience having a sleeping dog when you're trying to write comedy. Uh, does your dog do um, sleep twitching and walking, pretend going walkies when, when, when they're asleep? Yeah, yeah, all sorts. It's kind of funny that, eh? But, he, but yeah, he's constantly sort of jiggling in his sleep. Um, and it looks like he's having the most fantastic day, but... He's just walking around the park once, but it feels like he's had amazing <laughs> adventures, you know. How has the writing comedy process been going over the last year and a half when uh, it ain't been much fun and there's not been much going out about observing things? Weirdly, I've written loads. So I've got, like, uh, a stand-up special that I'm recording uh, for Netflix and I've got, like, three hours to pick from. So weirdly, yeah, I've just been on it. It's really, I've had nothing to do other than go over old notes. Um, is there anything that uh, you've tried and become good at over the last year and a half because of, like, change of habits that you weren't doing before that you've suddenly thought to yourself, oh, hang on, there's a whole rich vein of uh, material in this? Oh, mate, no, I wish. No, I'm <laughs> such a low achiever. Um, yeah, I'm hopeless. I've done nothing, man, other than other than write. And um, as soon as there are opportunities to do gigs, I've I've been in car parks doing shows. I've been in laybys doing shows. I'm now doing like half full theatres. 
so yeah that's it really I've just been kind of writing and itching to get out there yeah like I haven't written a book haven't started a podcast I'm like the only comedian in the world without a podcast <laughs> I've just um, yeah desperate to get out there and do stuff really and so has it changed I'm not saying that you were like down on the public but sometimes people can you know uh, people coming up to you and asking for photos and selfies and stuff can be a bit of a pain uh, and having all that taken away from you in terms of contact with other people has it kind of re, you know made you reappraise in ter- everything that stuff that you might have taken for granted before in day to day life I think every performer feels that it's like I've been doing these shows in a car park in Bristol uh, a nightclub called Lakota and if you'd have told me sort of two years ago you'll be doing a socially distanced gig in a rainy car park and you would be so excited to do it the crowd would be so excited I wouldn't have believed you well you're going to be able to move from the Bristol car park to the Hippodrome and uh, the Hammersmith uh, Hammersmith Apollo or whatever they call it these days um, because your, your respite show is back on stage well that's the the plan we're yeah we're uh as soon as um, we open up and fingers crossed we're able to yeah we're kind of picking up the the tour which started in <laughs> started like November 2019 um, very very different world and uh, yeah yeah we're doing um, yeah we're doing specials at the Hippodrome and uh and the Apollo man I can't wait so I mean I, I spent a lot of time in Bristol lived in fish ponds for about 10 years I, I was reading that you, you, are you nice. from thank you very much you, you grew up you were from Yeovil originally is that right Russell no I was born in Bath my brother and sister were born in Yeovil and then we moved kind of all around the west country so we lived in places they all sound like perverts <laughs> you know I mean? so places like Shepton Mallet and Chew Magna and um, Farrington Gurney they all sound like wrongins <laughs> Farrington um, Gurney <laughs> do you know what I mean but they all have that kind of like slightly like you know Frampton cultural they've kind of got yeah so we sort of moved moved around the west country and then uh, lived in Winchester for a bit so I'm kind of yeah I've got an itinerant uh, way about me. So what was it like doing early gigs in the West Country and stuff like that? Are they, are they tougher audiences or is it in the United Kingdom are there audiences that are tougher to play than other parts of the country? Not really, no. Like People are just cool, man. So it's just... And, and also, when I, start, I started in Bristol and, you know, you know, wasn't particularly good and we did, like... But I'm sort of the tail end of the alternative comedy circuit. So there were, like, old blokes in waistcoats eating bananas with a spoon whilst singing the theme tune to the Sweeney. Do you know what I mean? And then I'd, I'd come on and start talking about Craig David and what he'd done in those seven days. It was, it was sort of like that world. Um, and... Um, and then yeah, you just I was just like doing gigs all over the like the the strangest place to do shows probably Essex. I would say Christmas gigs in Essex are like nothing else. I remember once a lady threw a sex toy at me at a gig in a nightclub in Romford. And a why is she bringing a sex toy? How little faith does she have in the evenings entertainment? She's like better. Better bring my rampant rabbit in case he's rubbish. And the one thing that could provide you with joy, she was willing to throw at me. So, um, yeah. I don't, I don't know if you get that in, um, in other parts of the world, but Christmas gigs in the UK are brutal. That's why as soon as you get half decent as a comedian, you stop doing them because they're just the worst, man. The worst. Well, you're more than half decent now. You've got your stand-up to the world show uh, starting on Sky One yeah. uh, in a couple of days' time. It's on Now TV too as well. Uh, tell people what they can expect yeah. from that if they're going to watch. 
Well, basically, I was very lucky. I got to, um, I had these kind of gigs in New Zealand. Uh, so I traveled to New Zealand, did the hotel quarantine for two weeks, and then um, toured around New Zealand and Australia. And we kind of made a TV show about all the, uh, all the kind of adventures we had along the way. And it sort of spliced in. So it's half stand-up, half sort of tour documentary. Um, and it's it's really good fun actually. I kind of watched it back the other day, and it's it's really fun. Well, I mean, I think like you alluded to earlier on, I, comedy and having a laugh and stuff like that is more important than ever now, don't you reckon? Yeah, I mean, it, it always has been for me. But yeah, it's sort of that thing of like laughter's the lubricant that makes life livable, and it just pushes things along sometimes. And you forget how joyous it is to be kind of lost in giggles. You know those lovely moments that you have where you're kind of crying and you're with your mates and you've kind of forgotten why you're laughing so much, but your stomach's hurting and you're sort of contorted. It doesn't mean anything sometimes. It's just this beautiful kind of weird serotonin high. So, yeah, it's kind of... I love it, man. That, that you know, it's like I'm, I remember I started doing stand up when I was 18, and I still have that same kind of zest to do it. So yeah. Oh well, listen, awesome. It's great to have you back, and uh, yeah, brilliant to have you awesome. on the show. Thank you so much, Russell Howard. Pleasure. See you later. Can I thank you before we part ways for a few days? Can I thank you for not mentioning? This. Oh, do you know what? Your stain's fantastic. I, I was going to talk about it earlier on, and I thought, no, let's just leave it. You might be a bit sensitive. He says it's uh, toothpaste, but there's a, that's a lot of toothpaste. It is a lot of toothpaste. On his shirt. I've never been able to do my teeth without stuff coming out of my mouth. Oh, really? I see my wife do her teeth. All stays in. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. So can you, can you, when I, I will clean my teeth, but I'll walk around no, the house. You can't do no, that. No, 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 no. I have to stay close to the sink uh, because it, it comes out like this. But unfortunately today, it's gone over my right breast. It is exactly where your nipple is. It looks like they're weeping. <laughs> it does look like I've been expressing. Have you not tried doing it bare-chested? Sorry, who is this? I think it's Archer producer's just pop, popped in for a chat. <laughs> Let's get him on, on a second. What was that? Has he not tried doing it bare-chested? Because as a man who's gone oh. out of a few nights out of you, he takes his top off quite a lot. Right. Um, this sounds seedy. Bare-chested toothpasting. <laughs> With Richie Firth, Channel 4, 9pm tonight. 